Are you ready? A shot of wrestling. Episode 159. And away. We go. Step up to the break. We got MJP and Green Man. It's the brain and champion and chip team. From my land to Japan and everywhere in between. Get the up-to-date news on the wrestling scene. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live. Are you ready to rock? So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? From the fans to the fans. Let me hear the crowd. Pop, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. So take a shot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 159 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host, at Michael J. Putty. Welcome to a very special episode. You want to stay tuned, because in a matter of moments, we're going to go over to St. Sebastian's Gym in Woodside, New York, and celebrate the third anniversary of BCW, a night I've been looking forward to for weeks. Hell, really, since last year's anniversary. Talked about it two weeks ago with Pete. Talked about it last week with Hollywood. The card is phenomenal. It's going to be match after match of main event quality matchups. Can't wait. But before we get over there, we got to start this show. And we start the show like we always start the show. This week's wrestling replay. And for the last several weeks, we've been on the road to WrestleMania. So this week, let's start from the beginning. WrestleMania, March 31st, 1985 from Madison Square Garden here in New York, New York. In front of a crowd of 19,121, Tito Santana defeated the Executioner in 4 minutes 50 seconds. King Kong Bundy defeated Special Delivery Jones in 23 seconds. Ricky Steamboat defeated Matt Bourne in 4 minutes 38 seconds. Brutus the Barbic Beefcake versus David Sammartino ended in a double disqualification in 11 minutes 44 seconds. JYD the Junkyard Dog defeated Greg the Hammer Valentine via countout. So Greg the Hammer Valentine retained the Intercontinental Championship in a whopping 6 minutes 55 seconds. The Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov defeated the U.S. Express to win the Tag Team Championships in 6 minutes 56 seconds. Andre the Giant defeated Big John Studd in the Body Slam Challenge for $15,000. In 5 minutes 54 seconds. Wendy Richter defeated Leilani Kai to win the Women's Championship in 6 minutes 12 seconds. And in your main event, the very first main event of WrestleMania history, Hulk Hogan and Mr. T defeated Paul Arndorf and Rowdy Roddy Piper with Muhammad Ali and Pat Patterson as special guest referees in 13 minutes 24 seconds. WrestleMania won only two matches went over 10 minutes. One was barely, one was 11 minutes. The main, the main event was only 13. That's crazy. How times have changed. A little history about WrestleMania. During the 80s, the WS Mania competition was, of course, Jim Crockett Promotions, who held an annual event called Starcade. Well, Vince decided to counter that by creating WrestleMania. WrestleMania, the term created by Howard Finkel. little tidbit of trivia for you folks. They're trying to think of what to call it. And the Finkel was a big Beatles fan, so he played off the whole Beatlemania craze and decided to call it WrestleMania. So we have uh, Howard Finkel to thank for this. Now, way back when, WrestleMania was included in a special that aired back in July 2007 on the MSG Network titled The 50 Greatest Moments at Madison Square Garden, ranking number 30. That could be a little higher. And even further back in December 2002, in an issue of Wrestling Digest, the main event matchup was listed as number 5 in the most memorable 25 matches of the past 25 years. Back in 2002, there's been so many great matches since, so many great WrestleMania matches since the last 17 years. Wonder where this match would rank now. Something to think about. You know, what a difference WrestleMania 1 was. Just another shitty, thrown-together program. There's no pomp. There's no circumstance. You have Lord Alfred Hayes backstage introducing the next matchups as the guys are walking past them. And man, Minji was great. Minji opened the show by singing the national anthem. We talked about it when he passed away, but Minji was fantastic. Just hearing him doing some of these interviews. Ah, Minji was great. I don't think I ever watched... I don't think I ever really fully watched WrestleMania 1, beginning to end. Is that AJ? Oh, no. Not AJ Penn. It's the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. Looked up real quick, thought it was AJ Penn. It's a compliment, AJ. It's a compliment. Take it. Anyway, let's move on. For the last several weeks, talked about with Mark Schwann. I'm a big fan of that show, Unforgettable, right? Been going on and on about it. There's another show I was a big fan of called Designated Survivor. It lasted two seasons, ending in 2018. It starred Kiefer Sutherland as the designated survivor who ended up being present in the United States after a catastrophe. Anyway, I got way behind on my DVR, right? So that's one of the shows that was a casualty. I had like 10 episodes of that show recorded, the second half of the second season. I know the show got canceled, so I wasn't in a hurry to watch it. 
right? And it just kept going there. It just kept staying there, staying there. I would try to check it out, but then I would just pass. My DVR was in the high 90s, folks. I had to make some tough choices. So I thought about deleting those 10 episodes of Designated Survivor. That, that frees up 10 hours of memory for my DVR, right? Something wouldn't let me do it. Decided to sit down and watch it. I burned through all 10 episodes last weekend, okay? Fantastic show. What a great way to end it. The, the cliffhanger, oh, fantastic. Also, staying with the White House political theme, I also finished House of Cards last weekend as well. Yeah, I need to get a life, I know. But this past week, good friend of the show, been here numerous times over the past three years, Erwin, the voice of Escobar, came over to hang out with your boy at Michael J. Potty, watching some TV, and he said he heard good things about Designated Survivor, which is all on Netflix. He wanted to check it out. I'm praising the show. But then I go back to tell him the story I just told you. He goes, Putty, you haven't heard? Netflix picked up the show for season three. Thank you, Netflix. Oh, man, cannot wait. The show is supposed to come back sometime, I think, in the fall of 2019. Oh, man, you need a good show to watch. Designated Survivor on Netflix, season one and two, now available. Definitely check it out. Oh, man, love it. When the show first came out, I was very surprised how many people did not know what a Designated Survivor was. For those of you who do not know, a designated survivor is a member of the cabinet who does not go to the State of the Union in case of a catastrophe happens. We still have a figurehead to lead the government. So just imagine this, okay? There is a very, very, very minute chance Linda McMahon could become president of the United States. Imagine that. McMahon in the White House. Anything could happen in the WWE, folks. You never know. And also, last two years, I told myself to not do March Madness pools because I, I don't know anything about college basketball. And I always get busted within the first round or two. It's a waste of my time. And more importantly, waste my fucking money. And run my own pool. And a couple other friends' pool. I don't know why I got keep suckered into it. This year, however, I decided not to do it. Stuck to my ground. Helped that I totally forgot about it. So no March Madness for me, folks. I'm looking at it as March Calmness. March Calmness from Michael J. Putty. <sighs> so far, it's been fantastic. But enough about me. Rambling on. We are over at St. Sebastian's Gym getting ready to set up. To come to you live to cover the third anniversary of BCW. What Vince McMahon and the WWE have done with the phrase WrestleMania. It's synonymous. WrestleMania is an iconic word nowadays. Oh, it's Mania weekend. I got to get do this. It's WrestleMania. I got to do that. It's Mania. It's Mania. It's WrestleMania. Hell, they're making a whole week of it. This is like the Super Bowl professional wrestling. What? These are bidding to host the show? It's crazy. So when you hear the word WrestleMania, you think of the WWE. BCW is doing that with the word anniversary, in my opinion. The last couple weeks, I'm like, yeah, it's anniversary. I got to do this. I got to get a nice suit. I got to get a new tie. It's anniversary. I got to make sure I get there early. It's anniversary. Man, I can't wait. Can't wait for anniversary. You got Darius Carter versus the evolved champion Austin Theory. The war finally comes to an end with a deadly Saiyan squad goes against LAW in a TLC match. Can't wait. So not only do we have a great show for you, BCW has a great show for you, which makes this episode a great episode to have a sponsor. Episode 159 brought to you by the guys over at Mania Crawl. My name is Jamie Mazowskis. I'm the founder of Mania Crawl. Uh, I decided to start this event back in 2014 in New Orleans, um, and we've been doing it ever since. Mania Crawl is an annual event that takes place the day of WrestleMania. It's a bar crawl that gathers passionate wrestling fans from all over the globe uh, for one electrifying time, um, while also raising money for Connor's Cure. Mania Crawl 6 is going to take place on April 7th, the day of WrestleMania, starting at 12 o'clock. You can sign up for Mania Crawl 100% free by visiting our website, www.maniacrawl.com. Everybody in the WWE Universe is invited to Mania Crawl. Passionate wrestling fans, AEW fans, Ring of Honor fans, and especially the fans of Shot of Wrestling. Hey there. It's your boy at Mike J. Party, the host of A Shot of Wrestling. And this year we have partnered up with the folks over at Mania Crawl, the annual event that coincides with the showcase of the immortals, WrestleMania. This jaw-dropping, eyebrow-raising, trail-blazing bar crawl brings wrestling fans from all over the world together the day of WrestleMania. Through the use of social media, Various wrestling fan sites and the overwhelming support of the pro wrestling community, Mania Crawl has grown to serve thousands of fans across five different cities 
including New Orleans, San Jose, Dallas, New York City, and Orlando. The event's goal is to raise money for Connor's Cure and the Children's Hospital. This year's event will be held in New Jersey the day of WrestleMania. What better way to pregame for WrestleMania 35 than hanging out with some rowdy, loud wrestling fans? So what are you waiting for? Sign up for Mania Crawl at ManiaCrawl.com and get ready to take a shot. Michael J. Putty. Alright folks, we're like two weeks away, less than two weeks away from WrestleMania. Well, according to a report from the Slice Wrestling Twitter account, it's possible that WrestleMania 35 will turn out to be the longest pay-per-view of all time. According to their report, WWE plans on having 17 matches on the card, which is three more than last year's WrestleMania. Well, let's look back at the last couple of years. WrestleMania 32 was 286 minutes and only had 12 matches. 33 was 305 minutes and only 13 matches. 34 was 314 minutes and 14 matches. Now WrestleMania 35 would have 17 matches? That is ridiculous. Unless they're doing the WrestleMania 1 kind of shit where it's going to be 5-minute matches and 26-second matches. I can't stay in the MetLife Stadium for 17 matches, okay? It's way too long. There's no need to have 17 matches. Don't need to make us torture. It's first of all, it's a Sunday. People, kids have school. People have work. It already ended like at 12 o'clock on the East Coast. If this was on the West Coast, okay, because you end... If you get at midnight in the East Coast, you're ending with right, 9 o'clock? No. That's ridiculous. However, I am not surprised. One of those matches, though, is going to be Kurt Angle's retirement match. As announced on Raw, he chose Baron Corbin to go against at WrestleMania 35. According to a report from PW Insider, Kurt Angle was actually hoping for a different opponent. Well, as this week went by, it is now being reported that we may change course regarding the plan to have Kurt Angle face Baron Corbin. Apparently, the company does not want this match to be viewed in a negative light. And believe it or not, fan reaction is believed to have taken the officials over to WWE by surprise. Really? You didn't see this coming. I agree with Mark Schwann. It should be John Cena. You know the news. AJ Styles confirmed he has resigned with WWE. So there goes all the rumors to him to AEW. Sin Cara signed a new three-year deal. Sin Cara, three years. That's crazy. One man who won't be signing anywhere. Adam Rose has announced he's retiring from professional wrestling, saying, and I quote, I want to announce my full-time retirement from the wonderful world of professional wrestling. It's been one hell of a ride. I will be fulfilling all dates currently booked, but not taking any more bookings going forward. Thank you to all the fans who supported me, the promoters who booked me, and all the good brothers and sisters who worked with me. Mainly thank you to the WWE for letting a nine-year-old South African boy live his dream. Many blessings and so much love to all. Goodbye and thank you. Thank you, Adam Rose. Best of luck in your future endeavors. In other news, Sue Atchison, the W Senior Director of Talent Relations, was announced as this year's recipient of the Warrior Award. She was set to discuss the Hall of Fame inductees with Vince McMahon in his office. When she got there, Vince broke the news to her that she was going to be one of the honorees. In a statement, she said, and I quote, I'm so humbled. Just thinking about this honor is emotional. Giving back is part of WWE's philosophy. This is something we do and always want to do well. Congratulations to Sue. Vince sent out a tweet saying, and I quote, With her tireless work over the more than three decades at the WWE, Sue has helped put smiles on countless faces, including my own. Well said, Vince. Well said. Congratulations to Sue. That's a name out of left field, huh? Going in-house with the Warrior Award. One of my readings, well-deserved, so congratulations to her. Has to be a quick speech. Like, five minutes. Please. Speaking of the Hall of Fame, Eric Bischoff has said he doesn't feel he deserves a spot in the WWE Hall of Fame. Really? Have you not seen who they induct? He said, I quote, I'm not sure I want to be, and it's because I respect the people in the Hall of Fame. I just don't feel like I'm a peer to those people, if that makes sense. I would rather sit down in the front row at the Hall of Fame ceremony and cheer the people on. Huh. Interesting. I mean, Eric Bischoff has to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm surprised he's not in already. I mean, they had to have asked him. Maybe he's just declining for some weird reason. As we say on the show, if Coco wears in, Eric Bischoff definitely deserves the shot. I mean, you're looking Harlem Heat. Harlem had nothing to do with the WWE, okay? Eric Bischoff was a general manager for numerous years, not including all the shit he did over WCW. So, in my opinion, definitely deserves a spot in the Hall of Fame. Better not be posthumously either. Ugh, that would suck. I want to hear his speech. AEW made some waves this week. Surprising me, they announced they have signed former Impact Knockout Champion, my girl Allie. What? Good signing for AEW, though. Love me some Allie. And, of course, Jim Ross confirmed he is currently speaking with AEW, saying, and I quote, I don't know. We're talking. We're talking. I just haven't signed anything yet. My people and their people are doing their thing. The only agent I ever grew up knowing was State Farm agent in Oklahoma. I got a real agent now, man. So they're working on it. They're working on it. Like, working on what? You're going to do it. Your name was attached to the thing when it was announced months ago. Is it a rumor of a potential new organization coming up? You knew what you're doing. You know you're signing there. 
So stop teasing all these AEW marks and just announce it already. Here's some interesting news that came out of nowhere in other news. WWE announced that they were moving their global headquarters to a new complex at 677 Washington Boulevard in Stanford, Connecticut. And they were selling their current home, which they bought back in 1985. This move will allow the company to bring together its operations, including production and corporate offices. The new headquarters will provide the company with workspace suited to its growing and evolving workforce. The site in Stanford's central business district provides greater access to various means of transportation, floor plans which are well-suited to production video content, and greater flexibility in workplace design. The company anticipates it will move to the new headquarters in early 2021. That sucks. I mean, really, who cares? Good for them, I guess. When I was a kid, little, little Michael J. Putty, the backseat of my parents' car, we would drive up to a town not too far away from Boston, where my father's aunt and uncle lived. And one of the highlights of that trip, it was a long trip. Especially for a kid, no cell phones, no portable DVD players, no Netflix, you know, no CD players. You know, so I was stuck in this car, more often than not with my, with my older brother, for hours at a time, forcing us to entertain ourselves. But I'll tell you, one of the highlights of that trip, I made sure my parents told me when it was coming up, driving on the highway, staring out the window to look at the WWE headquarters, Titan Towers. And I always take a picture of it. I think I, there's, there's got to be pictures of it. Like God knows how many. Somewhere in my parents' house. I should go try to dig them up. And one time me and Green Man went to see this band we like in southern Connecticut. And on the way there was the W headquarters. So, of course, our drunken asses on the way home stopped to take pictures. Like the marks that we are. Walked up right to the front door. <sighs> Such marks. But it was fucking awesome. Now we got to go fucking uh, another drunken night, Green Man. If you're listening to this, Google Maps 677 Washington Boulevard in Stanford, Connecticut. Road trip. Finally, in other news, animal welfare groups have asked for help in the adoption of some of the cats. The late King Kong Bundy, he was an avid cat lover, had 10 felines, four of which had been taken in by the Gloucester County Animal Welfare Group. One of his cats has already been adopted, but the group has announced that they're offering a special discount if the rest are all adopted together. You don't want to break up a family. You don't want to break up brothers and sisters. But who wants, who wants to adopt nine cats? I know a coworker of mine does, but who, who would really want to adopt nine cats? If you're one of those people who want to adopt King Kong Bunny's cat, if you have an opening in your house and a heart to adopt, for more information, visit www.perfectangels.org. Hopefully they find a home. A loving home. That's it for the news this week. Let's get into some cheers and heels. A shot of wrestling precision, here and here. All right, let's get some Raw and SmackDown and NXT cheers on heels. Raw, I'm going to heal the boss and hug connection. I'm tired of them coming out with two different entrances. Sasha Banks comes out. Yeah, she stops at the top of the ramp, but it's fine. Then Bailey comes out. Come on now. Enough's enough. Pick one song or maybe alternate songs, or maybe one of you guys come out to one song, and if you win, you go out with another song. Just come out as a team. Show some unity, please. Jesus. The Iconics do it, no problem. Cheers. Mojo Raleigh again. Those mirror promos are back. I was intrigued to where this was going when it first started. We haven't seen it in, like, weeks. Totally forgot about it. I hope that wasn't the E thinking that this wasn't going anywhere and decided to drop it. Now they're giving that second chance. They have potential to go somewhere. I'm Give some legs to see where it goes. I'm going to choose a Ricochet uh, Ginger Mahal match. Good match, and surprisingly got a lot of time. Got a lot more time than I thought it would. I thought Ricochet would just do a squash match or maybe put him off pretty quickly, but no, it lasted way longer than I thought it would. Perhaps Ginger Mahal showing he can go in the ring. Now, uh, why why is Ronda Rousey's husband getting involved in this storyline? Where's this going? First of all, he's not, I mean, storyline-wise, he's not an official member of the roster. He's a man who bought a ticket or was given a ticket was in the audience, and he put his hands on the WWE official, he should be arrested, okay? That guy should be arrested, not be able to walk hand-in-hand with his wife back into the backstage area. No, this should be a warrant for this man's arrest. If I did that, I'd be put in jail. More likely, if Green Man did it, he'd be put in jail. Huh, stupid, makes no sense. Of course, you know, I got cheers that Batista promo from his office, money. That was money, it smells like money, this, this feud is money, Batista is money, I'm looking forward to it. Ah, oh, fan-fucking-tastic. If he was wearing a blazer this week, probably go out and buy that one too. But uh, really, that's all I got for Raw. Raw kind of sucked this week. Smackdown. Cheers, that Miz promo. Miz is awesome. There's no catchphrases or cliche words he used. Heel or face, Miz is money on the mic. One of the best in the business. So I could listen to him talk all day. But is the Miz the face 
now for a reason or because of his new reality show coming out. Season one was only like six episodes, maybe eight episodes, and it was a huge success. Who wants to watch the backstage life of a bad guy to the casual audience? So is that why they're turning him face? I hope not. I just hope Miz as a face isn't boring. I think last time he was a face, I'm still a Miz guy, face or heel. I'm going to support him and I love him, but he wasn't that entertaining as a face. But this week showed he can be, so fingers crossed on face Miz. They're going to choose a gauntlet match. Very fun to watch. Good job, Kofi. Kofi's fucking awesome. By the way, during that match, I googled Kofi Kingston, his real first name, Kofi. Interesting. Yeah, but it was, it was a fun, fun match to watch. You knew he was going to win it, but really fun to watch. Good job, Kofi Kingston, and everybody involved in that gauntlet match. Take a step back. It's kind of weird now if you think about it. Going into WrestleMania, the biggest show of the year, or second biggest, some I forgot to talk about in the news, the biggest show now is the Saudi Arabia shows, how much money they pump into it. So I guess the second biggest show of the year, WrestleMania, the WWE Championship feud does not involve the champion. That's weird, no? This feud has nothing to do with Daniel Bryan. This feud is between Kofi Kingston and Vince McMahon. I mentioned earlier I was hanging out with Earl and the Voice Escobar. He just, just turned Kofi to Stone Cold Kofi Kingston already, because that's where they're going with this. Minus the whole racial undertones that did not exist in the Stone Colds he lost in feud. I just don't get this feud. This feud doesn't make any sense. But we'll see what happens. they got a week left. I mean, this week they have to announce Kobe Kingston's going to the main event. How does he get his way in there? Because we'll find out. Now, NXT. That five-way match was awesome. Good job to all those guys, too. But uh, in the beginning of the show, Triple H came out to announce that Tommaso Ciampa is out in jury. Vacated the title. Title's vacated. It is in abeyance. A word I learned from Triple H himself. So after Triple H came out and talked, they got to the three-man commentary booth, and they were recapping what Triple H just said and the implications of that five-way match coming up. But as they were talking, staring right into the camera, Triple H just walks out in front of them to try to place the belt on the desk. But you see all three guys trying to look around Triple H, like they're in their view. Like, what are you guys reading for, a prompter or something? Well, you relax. Triple H just walked on, didn't say anything, didn't even look at them, walked in, put it on the desk, walked out. Like a boss. That's awesome. Love Triple H. Not as much love Batista. Off topic. That's what I got for NXT. Most of it was that five-way match. First time for me watching Matt Riddle in action. Not too bad. Not too bad. Give him a couple more views. Well, thankfully, I guess, glass half full. Slow week here in the world of professional wrestling. Slow week on all three shows. Not much happened at all. Right before WrestleMania. Weird. you think it would be a non-stop, action-packed week of shows. But no. Well, since I burn right through tre- trees and heels, it leaves me more time to talk about BCW's Third anniversary, three in the hard way. Coming to you from Woodside, Queens, we get Brian Idol, the FTW Florida champion, going against the chosen ones, the Bastion Cage. Both men I know somewhat about. Brian Cage recovered over in FTW. Sebastian Cage recovered for BWF. That should be a great match. Looking forward to that one. The Skulk make their debut, going against the return of the Ugly Ducklings. Every time we cover the show, every time we ask people what their favorite match was, no, eight times out of ten it involves Ugly Duckling, so this should be a great match. Proving ground match. Gabriel Sky goes against Tristan Ty. The winner gets a BCW contract. Gabriel Sky, good friend of the show, has been for a while now. Happy to see his success, him growing in the business. So yeah, my money's on uh, Gabriel Sky. Tasha Steele goes against Riley Shipper for the number one contendership for the BCW Women's Championship. Being props to both women, this match should be a good. This should be a good match, but at the end, whoever wins has to go against Faye Jackson and. Who wants to go against Faye Jackson voluntarily? The queen of BCW. Speaking of her, she'll make her first title defense. Going against the longest reigning ROH Women's Champion, Sumi Sukai. So, good luck to Sumi Sukai. See how long she lasts. The Fest Heavyweight Championship down the line. Leon Ruff. Absolute Alvin Alvarez. My man, Ace, that runs the place. Ace Andrews, my man to watch in 2019. What a way to start by winning the Fest Championship. Take on the current reigning defending champion, Saeed Al-Sabat. Like I mentioned earlier in the show. My boys over the Deadly Sane squad, Eric Jaden, Rick Recon, Chris Barton, Dominic De Niro, go against some guys over at LAW. In a TLC match, this war finally comes to an end. And Peter Zotto talked about two weeks ago, match six years in the making. A match for six years, Azrael's been trying to get. Azrael, the longest reigning BCW champion, goes against AR Fox. I know Azrael pretty well, I don't know much about AR Fox, but you put Azrael in a match against a broomstick, he would have a great match, as the cliche goes, but... uh I'm going to sit back, relax, and enjoy this one. Looking forward to that one. Like I said earlier, it's match after match after match of main event caliber matches. And of course, in your main event, Darius Carter, the BCW World Heavyweight Champion, goes against the Evolve World Heavyweight Champion, Austin Theory. Man, I can't wait. Can't wait. I don't have to anymore. We're ready to go. I got to make my way over to BCW. 
I got to find my way to Woodside. So without any further ado, Michael J. Putty, take it away. Thank you, Michael J. Putty. Yeah, we are here at St. Sebastian's Paris Center here in Woodside, Queens, getting ready for BC Davis' third anniversary show. The crowd is still filing in. We have a night with a stacked card. So we're in for a great night of action. Shane Fierce coming out, about to start the night. Ladies and gentlemen, I said it the night of our first anniversary. And I'm going to say it again. This all wouldn't be possible without the man with the biggest plan of all. The man who puts all of this together. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the owner and CEO of Ready. Bell's wrong match underway. First match of the night here. BCW's third anniversary. Tristan Ty going against Gabriel Sky. Good friend of the show. So might be a little biased here. Ultimate man Gabriel Sky. Winner of this match. Gets a contract here at BCW. The future is bright for these two men. Let's see his future is here at BCW. Now, I don't normally want to be green men. But definitely not in this case. What a fast-paced, fast-paced match. Both men reversing. Both men had each other well scouted. But in the end, you heard it. Gabriel Sky pulls out the victory against Tristan Ty. Welcome to BCW, Gabriel Sky. What a match. What a way to start out the third anniversary here at BCW. Bill's wrong here. Second match of the night here in BCW tonight. Debuts and returns both here in this match. Making their BCW debut, the Skulk. And making their big return, the Ugly Ducklings. Always happy to see the Ducks here in BCW. Always put on a classic match. Match of the night, candidates usually. Happy to see them back. But in a twist, last minute, the Ducks decided to put their Fest Tag Team Championships on the line. So this match, that wasn't enough. Now, it's a title match. This should be a good one. What a match. What a, what a match. The Ducks just proved why they are the dominant tag team in BCW. And successfully defend their fast tag team championships. I thought the first match was hard to follow. Try following this. Match number three. Here we go. Bell's wrong. It's a showcase match against the chosen one. Sebastian Cage, who we recently saw over at BWF. Stealing the show. Going against the FTW Florida champion. Who we recently saw at FTW back in February. Brian Idol, both men can easily capable of putting on great matches. This is a match I did not know I wanted to see until just now. Sit back and enjoy this one. Wow, what a match. Brian Idol picks up the roll-up victory against Sebastian Cage. Proving once again why he is the FTW Florida champion. What a match. What a beautiful showcase. The matches keep getting better and better as the night goes on. I hate to repeat myself, but how do you follow that match? Let's see what's up next. The next match has big implication is the number one contendership match for the BCW Women's Championship. We got PCA member the Boricua Badass, Tasha Steeles, going against Riley Shepard. Looking forward to this one. Can't wait. Uh, strange sort of events. Eddie McQueen now is coming out in the middle of this match. So, uh, let's see what happens here. Why is he out here? Well, that was weird. Eddie McQueen just decided to walk around the ring, and then, you know, leap. Both of them were distracted and confused, as was everybody here. The action rolls on. Sasha Steeles picked up the victory here with a vicious submission. A vicious Boston Crab. Sasha Steeles in the ring with AJ Pan, celebrating her victory. But she can't celebrate too long, because next is the queen. 
Bay Jackson. And that is not going to be an easy feat. Chaos erupting here at ringside. EMTs have been come down. Just got to check on Riley Shepard. But Tasha Steele uh, pushes up aside and just continues pounding away at the already injured Riley Shepard. And Ed Japan trying to, to keep security at bay. This is, this is uncalled for. We need to get her out of here. Finally, match months in the making. The war will finally come to an end in a tables, ladders, and doors match. We got LAW going against the Deadly Sane Squad. My best friend Mark Schwann at ringside with the beautiful Nia Kennedy. I'm here with Pat from the Bulletin Billies. Pat, are you excited to see this war end finally? You know, it's a big time classic style blow off. Uh, legends of Wrestling. Legends, what is it called? Legends of Wrestling? Legendary Action Wrestling. Legendary Action Wrestling. Uh, you know, yeah. Just just now heard of them. <laughs> so you're picking the win. I guess Deli Sane Squad? Well, I'm actually, my favorite wrestler in this match right now is Dominic, uh, who I think is very talented and very badass. So I'm going to have to go with the Scion Squad. They had the better entrance. You know, one thing is that I couldn't help but notice is that the tall guy wearing the belt in the suit, or holding the belt, their manager, he's a little bit lacking in the, uh, the pizzazz of the last guy that they had. Thank you. I'm trying to tell him that. Yes, yeah. I appreciate that. Yes. You know, and uh, this guy obviously is a is a rookie suit-wearing belt holder. But I do, I am noticing that he is stealing your belt-holding style. That's a very specific style that you had that he is ripping off of you. Thank you. I and, have someone else notice that. Yeah, no problem. It's kudos to him for doing his research, but also shame on you. You know, but hey, you got to do your work over here. Uh, you know, it's, and I have another person in a white suit in ring in the ring. That would have been a big problem for the ring announcer. And look, all five guys, all ten guys, just going crazy here. We got chairs. That's, That's it. my expert analysis on this match. Very expertise indeed. But yeah, chaos is erupting. Order has been does not exist here. Chairs are abundant. So we know those doors though. Mark Schwann, now you can do a great job on ringside. Shout out to Mark Schwann. Well, what can be described as a surprising turn here? Joey Ace turned his back on his fellow LAW members at the most opportune time and helped the Deadly Sane squad pick up a brutal victory during a brutal match at Doors, Ladders, and Chairs match. Deadly Sane squad now standing with their titles surrounding the lone member of LAW still in the ring. What does this mean with Joey Ace? Joey Ace trying to join the Deli Sane squad? What's going on here? All been in the ring celebrating. What has Joey Ace done? I gotta talk to my man Mark Schwann, my best friend Mark Schwann, to find out what the hell's going on here. Debris everywhere. Door parts, bent chairs, ladders. Ah, Frankie Flo now coming into the ring. Check on his guys. Uh-oh. Frankie Flo. The chair in hand. Anthony Coleman is waiting for the ring. In the ringside. Deadly Sane squad now on top of the ladders. Frankie Flo has a... Still has a chair, though. Don't know what that means. Still standing in the corner. Does, no, does nobody see this? Does nobody see this big man in the corner with the chair? Shane Fair down the ring. Frankie Flo still has a chair, though. Here's Frankie Flo.
Frankie Flo laying down the gauntlet here, the challenge. Eric James going to defend the title against Frankie Flo at the next LAW show. And Joey Ace now is in a two-on-one handicap match. Uh-oh. Frankie Flo now putting his hands on Nia Kennedy. My man, Hollywood Mark Schwann now. Oh! He's not a wrestler. He can't hit the body maker like that. Mark Schwann doesn't know where he is. I got to go check out Mark Schwann. This is bread and butter. Don't call for. What sort of loser Frankie Flo is. Here's March one back to his feet. He seems to be okay. I'm backstage here with the ace that runs the place. Ace Andrews, how are you feeling today? I feel good. I think we need to change that intro. It should be high. I'm Ace Andrews, and I'm with the best commentator Thank you. in indie wrestling. Uh, I think it was, can you say that again? I don't. The best. B-E-S-T. For those that can't spell, I did the job for you. Michael Putty. Sir, how are you doing tonight? Better than I'm talking to you. Yeah, one of my favorite wrestlers to call a match on. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm upset I'm not there tonight, but. It's okay. You're, 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 you're yeah, Green Man. Right now. I got a. Yeah, fine, sure. You know, you're my favorite. Green Man's there. He's cool and all, but I'm, I'm a putty man. I'm a putty guy. I got, I got that on tape. That's great. That's a new t shirt, putty guy. <laughs> Are you ready to walk out here with gold around your waist? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best. Have you seen Leon Ruff? No, not in person. The dude is a fucking amazing. All right, can I curse on this thing? Yeah, absolutely. If I can't curse, then that wouldn't do any justice. Saeed, holy, holy smokes, is he from this planet? I don't know. I doubt that sometimes. Dude is, dude is flipping around like he's a Martian or something, but you know what? All his offense hurts. I've noticed that. Then you have Alvin Alvarez. Here we go again. Some history with you guys. A little bit of history, right? Jeez, a little history. Our first match. He was bleeding out of his eye. I was bleeding out of my chin. The fans demanded for a part two, and then they got a, then they got a last man standing. To be honest, I may have won the last man standing match, but I, the, the real victory was surviving Alvin Alvarez. That was the real victory. Tonight, I have to do that again, and then wrestle Leon Ruff and... Saeed um, um, Al-Sabah for the Fest Championship. It's, it's, it's quite the mountain to climb. Now you're the one I picked to the one to watch in 2019. What a way to start by winning the Fest Championship. I get that belt. I'm one step close to, you know, um, completing my goal. I don't know if I ever told you this, buddy, but the other reason why I do wrestling is because of my mom. Really? Yeah, I want to make so much money from this business. I just want her to die in a house next to the beach. That's, oh. her, that's her retirement home right there. Lively goals. Live, it's lively goals, but you know what? I'm, I'm making my time count. Last year, she helped me win that last man standing match. You know? She it's, it's, she's protected me her whole life. Even last year, I just want to take care of her for the rest of hers. You know? We well, got the way to doing that, my friend. Good luck tonight. I got to win this championship. Thank you, brother. I'm going to need it. Boy. Talk about debuts, a very impressive debut here with Brian Idol, who just got back from Japan, man. Talk about international superstar gracing us with our, your presence, man. How you been? How do you feel your debut went? You know, it went really good. I got the win. Um, you know, everybody's talking about the Japan thing, and Japan was totally awesome, but, like, let's not even forget, like, what couple months it's been. How about I wrestled at the Barclays Center in front of, like, 19,000 people when ASAP Rocky put me in the ring? And that was wild, and it was like straight from there, and it was like straight to Japan. Like, dude, I've been just on a high for like months. For real, for real, and now getting the win over here, 
over Sebastian Cage. James Rollins, dude. With a little help from, from yeah, Gabriel Gabe, Sky. Why was he there? Out. I don't know, dude. I don't know if it's because he was trying to hook me up. You know, that's my student. So I don't know. Maybe he was trying to help me. It was an inside job. That's cool. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe he's just got his own beef. But I love Gabe Sky anyway, dude. I wasn't that mad at him. But he, I didn't really need his help. But it was cool, man. <laughs> I didn't think he needed his help either. But um, like you mentioned, Barclays Center, Japan. So what is next for Brian Idol? Um, well, I mean... I would say if you don't have me on Facebook, which is too late because I'm maxed out, I might start a page, but right now I'm maxed out on Facebook. My Twitter is, like, dead, man. Get on my Twitter. Get on my Instagram. Uh, I think it's, like, one's, like, I think they're both, like, the Brian Idol. Look it up, man. Google my name. Anyway, uh, I'm going to have some big announcements in the next probably month and a half tops, maybe even sooner. And uh, well, know, We want the exclusive here. I can't come give on, it away. I can't give it away, dude, but it's big. And, uh, I mean, there's a lot going on, and it's been, I, I, honestly, dude, it's been an unbelievable few months for me. And, uh, you know, I've been hanging in here a long time, so it's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? So You're definitely getting everything you've earned, and you deserve, brother. Like it, Thank you so much I for joining us here tonight. I appreciate you guys coming out, being green. <laughs> the other dude's got a rad suit on, very Miami Vice. Yeah. Looks like he's going to, like, you know, maybe get shot up by the cartel because he's a little short on his... It's how uh, we do. We could be part of your new entourage. How about that? Dude, I'm yeah, down. you know? You guys will fit right in. Yeah, a little, little Motley crew. Still at the mission here with my man Shane Fair. Shane, how you doing tonight? Very good. How about yourself, Mr. Putty? Not bad. Third anniversary. How you feeling? I'm feeling a lot better now that Joey Ace is back on our team. Look at sharp. Look at sharp as always. Look at this. Well, thank you, Mr. Putty. It takes one to know one. You look a pretty darn sharp yourself today, my friend. I try, I try. What a, what a chaotic match that was. The, the DLC, the doors ladders, right? It was hard to even... Like, you know, as far as the officials were concerned, to see the victory with a lot, it was a scramble. It was really tough for all the competitors. So happy that BCW came out on top, the Deadly Saiyan squad defending the honor of BCW once again. We had a whole other half of action left. What match are you looking forward to see? Man, I am a big Saeed Al Sabah mark, and I cannot wait to see him come out here and defend his Fest championship against Absolute Alvin Alvarez, against. We got Leon Ruff, and of course, the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. Who just, he just called himself, he's a, he's a putty guy. He is a putty guy. So, Shane, you want to join my team? I'm, I, I'm, I'm a putty guy since day one. I think we, I've, I've made that very clear. I'm a Shane Fair guy, too, so uh, enjoy you, the rest Mr. of the night. Putty. I'm putty in your hands, as always. Come to the after party? I think so, man. A karaoke after party tonight is going to be popping. Can't wait. Let's go. All right, folks, up next we got the garage match, six years in the making. The longest reigning BCW champion, Azrael, going against his longtime rival, A.R. Fox. Both men have wanted to get at each other for years, and finally, Anthony Cole is giving to us here at the third anniversary of BCW. This match might just steal the show. Sit back, relax, see how this plays out. Wow, what a brutal, hard-fought match. Both these men gave it their all, but at the end... Azrael picks up the victory. What a match. Wow. Great job. Hope you don't wait six years to see uh, this rematch. There we go, folks. Match I'm looking forward to all night. Sumi Sukai. Becomes the first woman to challenge Faye Jackson for the BCW Women's Championship. Feeling beautiful as always. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, folks. Tasha Seals goes down. Towards the end of this match, distracts Sumi Shikai. Faye Jensen takes full advantage of it. I guess the victory, one, two, three. But now Tasha Steeles is now in possession of the BCW Women's Championship. Refuses to re- give it back. I don't think Faye Jackson's the one you want to piss off. Here's Shane. Here with the intern. Intern, what do you think of that match? It was very interesting. I think Tasha Steele's coming out. That's a big mistake, no? Very unpredictable with the distraction from Tasha Steele's. Faye Jackson's not a woman you want to piss off voluntarily. Well, it did help Faye win the match, and now she is still BCW Women's Champion. It's our new intern. How you, you having fun tonight? Yes, I'm having a lot of fun. Enjoying the show? Very, very great show. Let's see what happens next. Bell's wrong, here we go. 
your co-main event for the best heavyweight championship. We got Ace Andrews, Dwayne's Absolute Alvin. These two have history going back. Leon Ruff, and of course, the reigning defending champion, Sayyid Al-Sabat. Will Absolute Alvin and Ace Andrews can go. There's wars these two men have had. You got two more men to this match? This is going to be sick. Can't wait. Here from Shane Min. Saeed Al-Sabad picked up the victory in a tough, fatal four-way match. Man, this man earned that championship. This man shows why he is the best heavyweight champion. Very impressive. Very impressive. Did that just get better and better here? At BCW's three the hard way, and I believe you have one match left. Wow, it was close, folks. Some very close falls, but Darius Carter sneakily with a low blow beats Awesome Theory to retain the BCW World Heavyweight Championship here at the anniversary. As Darius Carter tries to celebrate his dirty victory, the Deadly Sane Squad. Comes back out from the locker room. Tries to attack Darius Carter. Uh, Eric Jaden on the mic. Marconi now and he's coming out through the crowd. Got all black. TJ Marconi now. Choke slam to Rick Recon. What is going on here? TJ Marconi coming through the crowd. BWF, folks from BWF now attacking the Deadly Stain squad. What is going on here? Oh. TJ Marconi, who has been cleared to return to action. Oh, another vicious chokeslam to Dominic De Niro. What is going on here? Oh, all men on the outside. Another invasion. WC squad just dismisses LAW. Now we got another one. The invaders are now standing tall in the middle of the ring. Oh, it's Bronco International. What is this about, folks? BWF invading BCW. Not on tonight. Not this night. This is supposed to be a great night. A celebratory night. BCW's third anniversary. And these guys just coming in to ruin it. Dominic and Barton are the current BWF Tag Team Champions. Could that be uh, the cause of all of this? TJ Marconi now gets the mic. Words by TJ Marconi. Just oh, the prophet Shane Fair, though. What a way to end this night. All right, folks, here at the after 
the aftermath of BCW's third anniversary. I'm here with a busy man tonight, America's favorite agent, AJ Penn. How are you doing, my friend? For the most part, it was a very good night for the PCA, I will say that. You're very busy. Any matches did you come out in? You're very busy. As many, as many as needed. You earned your paycheck tonight. My clients earned me money tonight, so I uh. work for them. Now, Tasha Steeles started the night winning her uh, number one contendership match. How are you guys feeling about that? I feel great. You know, I was getting chastised on ring, uh, commentary by your boy Greenman for what Tasha did to Riley Shepard. You know what? She got, I, and I, the first one to say, I didn't agree with what Eric Jade and Darius Carter did to her. That was behind her back. She wasn't ready. She stepped into a ring tonight. Wasn't 100%. That's what happens. DSS, Anthony Cole, talking about change through violence. Well, that's, I guess we had to adapt to that. And that's what we had to do to make sure Tasha gets what she deserves. Faye Jackson is a powerhouse. The queen here in BCW. Was it a smart move to interrupt her match and poke the bear, so to speak? You, you want to piss off Faye Jackson. If you want to become the baddest bitch, you take down the baddest bitch. And that's what Tasha Steeles is going to do. Prison rules, I think it's called. Exactly. That's what you got to do. And what happened uh, in the Fatal 4-Way? Absolute Alvin. I thought he had it there. I thought he had it there, too. I think I, the referee miscounted one of the things. And there's, there's, there's horrible officiating here. Can't trust that one guy, Shady. I mean, he has it in his name. How can you trust a referee named Shady? You can't it's horrible. Trust him, no, you can't. He's horrible. See? They know. They know. It's horrible. And Zach Bruno, he doesn't know what's going on. He's junior, senior official. He's like half gone in the brain. It's disgusting. It's been a year for Greenman on commentary. How's he doing? You know, he's changing a little. I don't know if he's drinking the Anthony Cole Kool-Aid. I don't know what's going on there, but he's handling himself well. He's, uh, he's getting, I'd rather work with him than Pete Rosado, I'll say that. But he's, he's, I don't know, he's, he was questioning me a lot tonight, which I was surprised at. We normally get along well, so. Really, yeah. Yeah, so, so something's up there. I think he's drinking the Anthony Cole Kool-Aid. What's next for PCA here, BCW? I mean, Asriel did what he said he was going to do, and all the doubters, they all thought AR Fox was going to come in here. What a fantastic match. Thank you. That was a great match. And they all thought, pardon the pun, that Fox was going to smoke As Well, guess what? As ran laps around him. He proved that he still is the teacher. No matter how many schools, students Fox has, As is still the best unsigned talent in pro wrestling today. This match was six years in the making. Are we going to have to wait another six years for the match number three, rubber match? I hope not. I would love As to prove him wrong once again. He's gotten so much better, and every night he goes out there, he gets better and better. So they want to bring him back. More than happy to knock him down a, a peg one more time. And maybe he can go back to where he wrestles and, you know, tell the almighty Gabe that As is the truth, that As is the man that beat him and made him realize maybe he's not as hard a worker as he thought he was. Maybe As is the hardest working guy in pro wrestling today. I can't talk to you without finally ending with a question. Ready for the XFL? Oh, I'm so ready for the XFL. Oh, there you I'm gearing. I'm gearing up, man. I'm ready. I'm excited. Ready for the after party? Oh, no doubt. You better have the cameras only for some AJ Pan karaoke. I don't think the world's ready for that. Oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, my friend. Thank you for your time. All right, folks. Finally, trying to hunt the band down all night. My best friend, Mark Schwann. Mark, uh, how you how you feeling tonight? I'm in pain. I can see that. You got a little you get? I, mean, I, I got hit by Frankie Flo. I told him before, and you hit me, I'm going to sue. Well, guess what? Eric Lipschitz, you're going to know that name real fast. That's my attorney, Frankie. How you feeling? I'm in pain. I'm in a lot of pain. I, I'm, I probably have a concussion, honestly. Your eyes do look a little glazed. Right? You're my witness for this. And as far as those BWF thugs, what's up with us? With Delhi Sand Squad? People just want to come and take us, take us on in our house? This is the second time for another promotion. They come over to us and they try to beat us up. Right? And they, don't, they want to open the doors to their house for us, the Deadly Sand Squad, to come over to them? Well, guess what? You saw what we did to LAW. The same thing is going to happen to you. The BWF World Heavyweight title, TJ Marconi, you better hold on to that thing real tight because we're going to pry it off you. That's the moneymaker. You feeling okay? Let's go to the bar, have some drinks. You ready to calm down? Yeah, we'll see. Sing some shallow and karaoke? Oh, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I'm in a bad mood. Like, now it's not the time. Get this camera off me, man. All right, folks. We're wrapping things up here in Queens. I'm here with uh, Ace Andrews, the ace that runs the place. We chatted during intermission. Now we did. Great match. Great effort. What, what happened there? What happened there tonight? Oh my God. It's... What year are we in? 2019? Yeah, I think so. It feels like 2017, 2018 all over again. 
I saw Alvin just insulting my mom, and it just just rage took over me. You know, it's 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 like we didn't settle anything in that last man standing match. He went out there. I saw AJ just throwing his shit at me or whatever. I see Alvin just insulting my mother in front of me again. You don't insult a man's mother. You do not insult a man's mother. You don't insult my mom, all right? I love her to death. She raised me to be me. She raised me to do this. Lovely woman, lovely woman. I even forgot I was wrestling for the Fest Championship. The moment I saw Alvin come out, that was it. That was just my focus. So what led you to try to broker that peace agreement and try to... I was smart. He's trying to, but he got the better of me. I thought I had him for a second. I wanted him to move forward. He duped me. He got the, he got the better of me. He did. Fine. Now you're from the Bronx. What are you talking about this BWF invasion? <laughs> Where your loyalties like, lie here? I'm in the listen. Been wearing a Yankee shirt. I, as I wear my Yankee shirt, it's it's tough. Listen, I'm a BCW guy, just as much as I'm a Michael Putty guy. Uh, here, here, first. Right, I'm a Michael Putty guy. You just can't, you can't go with anyone else. BCW took me in, gave me a shot, and they still use me. Why? Because I'm the ace that runs the place. Damn right. Even though I lost my last three matches, I still come here and I show heart. And BCW is my home. It's rough because I also wrestle for BWF. However, no matter what, I'm a BCW guy. I say a lot of love to BWF. I don't know what happened after the main event. Hopefully they settle this soon, and there's no more. There's no more beef, and that's it. What's next for Ace Andrews? Buddy's a good question. I don't know. It's gonna be very interesting, though. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I like how you put that. I like how you put that. Your favorite commentator. First official Michael J. Putty guy, Ace Andrews. Happy birthday, BCW. Three years. Let's go to the bar for some drinks. Fuck yeah, let's do it. All right, folks, you're still, crowd's still falling out. I'm here with the sexy Zane Black, Eric Jaden. You had a busy night tonight. How are you feeling, first and foremost? First of all, I'm hurting. My body hurts, everything hurts. But you know what, Michael J. Party? I don't give a fuck. You know what? Today, the Delhi Sand Squad made a point. We ended LAW. We ended the war with LAW. Excuse me. I can see I'm emotional right now, okay? This is the third year anniversary. I am a BCW original, and you know that since day one. So we beat up, and I made a statement today with Darius Carter. And guess what? And what happens? We kick one group of trash out, and another group of trash comes in. Are you kidding me, BWF? We conquered him. The Bronx ain't shit. And you know I was, I was there for that, yeah. Yeah, and you know that. You hate the Bronx. I hate the Bronx. Pretty much everybody hates the Bronx. We went over there. We make it revelant again. We bring change. And what do they do? They come to our backyard. A bunch of street thugs. Like always. But you know what? That's not going to deter us. The Deadly Saiyan Squad is here to stay. We made a statement today by beating LAW in a war. We're going to make a statement by beating Beast... You see, I, I, I'm frustrated. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, the war is over between BCW and LAW, but now you got this title match that Frankie Flo decides to put himself in. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Yeah, why? Why? I beat him. I beat a couple him. times, don't A couple times. What does he want? What does he want? He's nobody. But you know what, Michael J. Putty? It's over. And you know what? I'll show up in LAW, and I'll beat the crap out of Frankie Flo, and I'll walk out with the belt. And you know what? I might never show back again. I mean, I'll keep the belt here in BCW. Because you know what? The Delhi Saiyan squad is strong. BCW is strong. And next, on our radar, BWF. You came out to make a statement against Darius Carter, but you were rudely interrupted. So you want to explain what you guys were going to do with Darius Carter here? You know what? I wanted Darius Carter to know that I'm chasing him. I want Darius Carter to know that I'm right behind him. That every step, step he takes, every move he makes, sounds like Phil Collins right now. Character starting a little early, huh? I'm going to be after him. I'm, I'm coming for that title. I will be the next BCW heavyweight champion. There's nothing stopping that. Deadly Saiyan Squad 2019, change through violence. I see he's still amped up. They'll go, uh, go take a breather, relax, and get some drinks at the bar. Come up. Let's do this, baby. Can't wait. Thanks for your time. Love you. All right, folks, that wraps things up here at St. Sebastian's Power Center here in Woodside, New York. What a great night of action. I don't know what the fuck these guys from BWF are doing, but uh, what a great night. Happy third anniversary to BCW, and here's to many, many more.
for everybody here at BCW's third anniversary. I've been your host at Michael J. Putty. Until next week, Putty yo. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody.